Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Baseball. You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole. Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one. That's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you missed any of the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. Find that on Twitter, on 1080thefan.com. Also, Beers on Us drops tomorrow. Regional edition, as Mike just got back from Denver, Colorado, so we'll chat a little Denver, Colorado. Got a cool dude from a brewery we both like to come sit in with that, so you can check that on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio.com, and all that jazz. You see that CJ McCollum is 8 for 8 from the floor right now? Oh, really? Look at that. Speaking of that, Blazers up 40-23 on the jazz, about a minute left in the first. Raise that trade value so you can get Anthony Davis. Come on, CJ. Uh, Myers Myers Leonard started. Yes, because Nurk is hurt. Okay, well, it shows how much, like a sore knee or something. Shows how much I pay attention. Um, and you know, when there's who is that? Rudy Gobert and uh, uh, who is that? Crowder on their team? Are there their two big dudes? Uh, yeah, although I think Gobert's on the bench right now. Uh, but there was a there was a time. That's who it was. It was Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert were both down low, looking to get a rebound, and they had no one contesting them because who was taking the shot? Myers. Mm. I still love it. Seven mm. foot, and I don't get rebounds. Never gets old. Never gets old. Yeah, he doesn't block shots either. He he does shoot the three ball well. He does shoot the three ball well. Definition of well? 36%, I think. See, I would say Steph Curry shoots the three ball well. I think, I mean, let's not get into this kind of thing again. <laughs> I'm just saying. Steph Curry shoots the three ball exceptionally. No, he shoots it well. Well as inefficient. 30% is not efficient in the NBA. Now, you do that in baseball, you're a Hall of Famer. Now, the question is, do I have you guess Myers Leonard's three-point percentage in his career, or do I save it for fair or foul? Ooh, I like it in fair or foul. <laughs> I like oh, yeah. it in fair or foul. Me too. 
Uh, so that's that. Uh, so if you haven't been paying attention or if you've been living under a rock, there's a lot of stuff going on in Major League Baseball right now, and most of it is nothing. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah most <laughs> of it is nothing. There's a whole lot of nothing going on. Uh, I saw on the interwebs that ESPN was gearing up to announce that the Phillies had signed Bryce Harper. Like, they had graphics and stuff ready, and I saw some things like MLB The Show tweeted out, like, you're going to want to check this page tomorrow. Big news. That was four days ago. Four days ago. And we still just be kicking it. Yeah, it has gotten to the point where we saw the report today on Bleacher Report, or at least on the app that sent it to us. I don't know who had it. That a Machado deal is not even close to imminent. And it's it's like, guys, teams, hello? 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 Pitchers and catchers starts in two weeks, guys. Nice lady. What What are we waiting for? This is one of the best players that's been a free agent in a long time. Generational talent. Gosh, 20, 26 years old. Trying to find this. Can you, can you decide to spend some money on Zion, please? Hello? Help? Uh, I'm, and I'm serious about this. The last year it was like, oh, this is cute. It's collusion, whatever. There's not a lot of great free agents anyway. And this year it's happening again with two of the best free agents we've seen in a long time. I think we're headed towards another strike. If this keeps going the way it's going, man, you crazy. Why? Uh, I don't know. Cause I'm scared. <laughs> I, I really, really don't think the players will stand for this anymore. We're seeing more and more pushback on social media saying how insane it is that some guys are, are getting deals as late as they are and not getting deals. Um, hell, Henry Mejia signed in a minor league deal with the Red Sox. He's supposed to be suspended for life, by the way. Don't get me started on that. Uh, before other relievers got signed again. And also... They're not giving them any money. They they are. I'm going to assume colluding behind the scenes to just lower the salaries. I guess. But well, what if the I last mean- the last time this happened, there was a strike, and then the players won. So what do the owners think they're going to do? Okay. Well, riddle me this, Batman, because this is the question I'm going to ask you right now. Who on this is worth the money they want? That's the question. Yeah, but were you going to read me a list? Sure. Okay, I thought you were going to read me a list. Um, um, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, Sport Track right now, and they've got a market value for some of these guys. Bryce Harper is market value is 31 million. Okay. Machado is 26, almost 27. Okay. Adam Jones at 16. Dallas Keuchel at 22 and a half. Craig Kimbrell at 16 and a half. I mean, any one of those guys worth that? Yeah. Who? All of them. I disagree heavily. This is, uh, maybe this makes me stupid in the eyes of some people, but people always say like baseball contracts are way too big and way too bloated. And I go, why? There's no salary cap. The sport rakes in a gajillion dollars a year. And these are some of the best. Three billion to be exact. These are some of the best players. A gajillion, excuse me. Um, These are some of the best players available. And with the way that the contracts have been trending and the way that the market has been working generally up until the last two years, they 100% deserve that. I have 100%. No, I have no problem with these contracts trending upwards. I have no problem with money going upwards. 
I just don't think Bryce Harper is worth $32 million. I just don't think him specifically is worth that. I suppose 28 other teams also agree with that. Yeah. In fact, I would go out on a limb and say every team does. Otherwise, it'd be done. All it takes is one to dance. And you know these guys only want money, and that proves it. That if these guys were actually talking about what they want, which is to win, if I'm Bryce Harper, take 24 a year and go to New York and win titles. Okay. But no, I'm going to go to Philly, which could be good, might not be good. We're not quite sure. But they're going to pay me 35 a year, so I'm going to go there. I just... I just don't – I think there were players in the past that were worth that kind of money. I think A-Rod at that time was worth that kind of money. I don't think Adam Jones is worth $16 million. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a little high, but when you think about it compared to the other players you mentioned, that's – Dallas Keuchel is worth $22 million. He's 31 and was bad last year. Yeah. I just view it very differently. It's I just think it's these players specifically. You want to pay Craig Kimbrell $17 million a year for five years? Not five years now. But that's what he wants. Yeah. But so you can I'm still, out. So I'm saying no. Well, you can try to work on it in uh, middle ground. You can. Not, not if these guys are like, sorry, not interested. But here's the thing, and it's what is smart and devious about what the MLB teams are doing is, is the simple fact that they're saying, you want to play more than we want you. Right? Yeah. So we're just going to sit here and say, nope, not signing you. And eventually, you'll cave. I don't think that's collusion. I think it's because of these players. If Mike Trout was on the market right now, way different story. But I, if Noah Cinder, not, no, not even Noah Cinder, Jacob DeGrom on the, on the market right now, people would throw 35 a year at Jacob DeGrom. People would throw 40 a year at Mike Trout. Those two deserve that. I don't think Harper, Keichel, Craig Kimbrough, I don't think these guys are worth it. I just don't. Mike Moustakis, market value says $10 million a year. That's a good deal to me. That, that guy's worth $10 million a year. Yeah. That's a good deal to me. Jose Iglesias, $8 million a year. That's a good deal. Okay. And not because it's low numbers, but because that is what those guys are worth. Just this notion of that because Bryce Harper has cool hair and is kind of an a-hole and is the best guy on the market that we should pay him 32 I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. But I still think that leads I still think that leads to the point where you go there's gonna be a strike because the players are not happy about this. Well, Regard, maybe, regard regardless, regardless of how regardless is not a word, please don't say it. Regardless of how we feel as fans, the players are PO'd. And maybe they should be better. Well they are. These are you cannot deny the at least the top two of these guys. They are two of the best free agents we've seen in a long time. At the same time, I'd rather pay Patrick Corbin twenty three mil a year, not for six years, but that's silly. Twenty three mil a year than Dallas Keuchel, maybe. Well, then then Keuchel, sure. But they're saying Keuchel's worth the same. Hard but pass. I'm talking about Machado and Harper. I you just he, don't. You just don't see this, and it's insane to me that teams are not willing to pay. I think these guys are a lot more flawed than we realize. Well, everyone's flawed, except for Mike Trout. Except for Mike Trout and Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom even cut his hair and is still filthy. Mm. Should have done that, though. Yeah, I like him now. He's all mature, confident, less flashy and arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. All right. 
I'm not paying this money. Maybe they both go play for the Padres. We'll speed up their rebuild. <laughs> or okay, or, or have no opinion at all. All right. When we come back, we'll get to some more stuff. I was going to make a snarky Yankee comment, and I decided not to. <laughs> this is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I like this, Joe. What's this? 21 Savage. Sure. And J. Cole. I was savage at 21. There's one good rapper in that. And honestly, he just pairs this song up. Does he? He's the feature verse on it and just... Already one of, if not the best, verses of 2019. J. Cole. We're already making statements, huh? J. Oh, Cole's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's, he comes in hot. All right. Yeah. All right. Can you understand him, or does he just, you know? Oh, sometime? you can understand J. Cole. Patrick, you sure. would like J. Cole. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You would. I think you'd really like J. Cole. J. Cole's, yeah, definitely one of the best rappers in the game right now. All right. I'll fire it up on the old Spotify then. You should. Do it. See how that goes. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, I was scrambling to try to find something to talk about. A little behind the scenes here. There's nothing going on that at least I want to talk about. <laughs> RJ says, yep, baseball's asleep. Let's talk beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can talk beer if you want, RJ. I'm down with that. Uh, but a couple things on the ESPN.com front page that I want to talk about real quick, just to mo- more like make fun of. Um, the top headlines. Uh, third one down, Patriots owner open to extension for Tom Brady. Of course he is. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Brady's getting old. (laughs) Yeah, that one was pretty good. Is that a? Is that the only player ever? Well, I shouldn't say ever. Is that one of the only five only players in the history of sports that, no matter what age, you'd say, "Yeah, I'll give you an extension." Yeah, probably. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, I don't know. Jordan fell off a lot during the end. Gretz could still play. You're telling me if Jordan went back to the Bulls, hey. Give me two more years. They wouldn't have been like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Good call, good call. And then they'd have Barkley and Malone and Shaq would make his way there. And yep. Just a bunch of dudes balling out together. A bunch of old dudes <laughs> really and some old young dudes. guys. Uh, like some and, weird YMCA, like 40-year-old pluses versus shirts or something. And then another great one. I don't want to give away the headline just because the contradictory. Contradiction is so great that I don't want to give it away. Uh, but Deshaun Jackson was with Michael Vick on the Sims and Lefko podcast yesterday. And he responded, Deshaun Jackson responded to a suggestion that he should join the Niners. And he said, quote, I don't know about Frisco, man. State tax is crazy, man. If anything, I would like to end up in L.A. being a Ram. And I was just like... The headline is Deshaun Jackson would like to play for Rams. Cool, Deshaun. So would I. (laughs) So would every dude that's on a crappy team. I don't know, man. State income tax is crazy, man. Let me pick the other team that's in the exact same state. (laughs) Right. Come on, Deshaun. Uh, being Sean McVay, you know, we got some connection from when I was in DC, but we'll see how it plays out, man. Right now I got another year in Tampa, so we'll see how it plays out, man. The next head coach in the NFL. Yeah, right. He's the next head coach. Uh, the worst headline I've seen, and I said it on primetime, it was kind of funny, was on, <laughs> it gets even worse. on Pro Football Talk. It was from last week. It said, Rams didn't practice today, 
But if they did, CJ Anderson would not have practiced due to an illness. <laughs> I was like, what? So why is that the headline? Just say CJ Anderson has illness. That's the headline. <laughs> not they didn't practice, but if they did, he wouldn't have practiced. <laughs> Uh, Deshaun Jackson indicated that he wants to play for a coach with a quarterback who understands the need of a veteran player. What does that even mean? Take days off? Only throw me long bombs that I've only beat the DB because he fell down at the 10-yard line? What is a veteran wide receiver's needs? Uh, Easy playbooks? I don't. I don't know. They don't need Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson would be the fourth best wide receiver on that team. Well, I see that Deshaun Jackson is already in California. He's must be smoking that good weed. Well, down. Just, <laughs> I mean, that's just, funny. He must be on something. You know, Joe, you're allowed to say other states now, too. Well, California is, uh, I mean, I was going to say Florida. They've got, they're one of the more um, restrictive states against that. So. Which is ridiculous because with the craziness that is in the state of Florida, I think those people could deserve a little of the ganja. You know granted, what I mean? uh, granted he, he's from SoCal. That's his area of town, so maybe, yeah. He went to Cal. Yeah, well, he went to Cal, but he is from he's Southern from California. Yeah, so. Good thing the tax structure, the state tax structure is different in Southern California than Northern California. So, yeah, maybe he went home and he was like, you would. I should be playing for the Rams, too. It's <laughs> One of one of my favorite one of my favorite beginnings of all news articles. Florida man, say no more. <laughs> say no more. Hook, line, and sinker. Got yeah. me. Yeah, I either don't need to click on it or it's must click. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent must click. Uh let's see. Five minutes left in the second quarter. Blazers up sixty two forty four. They'll somehow find a way to lose that. <laughs> Although you're probably right, they are shooting the lights out of the ball right now. Yeah, and then the lights. <laughs> I was gonna say go 62 points in the city, and there's only uh, 5:40 left in the second quarter. They could get up to 80 by the end of this uh, half. I don't know if uh, CJ has shot the ball since I last saw, but he had yet to miss a shot. I saw he was nine for nine. I'm going to look at the box score, but ESPN will not load because this keyboard is broken. When I type E. It types E <laughs> automatically. Maybe that's how high and by got created. Still nine for nine, 21 points. The Blazers are shooting 70.6% right now from the floor. That ain't going to The Jazz last. are shooting 50% and they're losing by 20. <laughs> that's basketball, man. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm currently. <laughs> I was going to say Patrick's not enthralled right now. <laughs> I'm currently looking through other websites' uh, headlines to see if any if anybody has anything else that's just as ridiculous. Okay. But I haven't been on FoxSports.com in a long time, and I am super confused. Isn't it, isn't it still video only? Or did they go back to having writers again? Because they found out that was a terrible idea. Well, it's like the Fox 5, and number one is Cowherd says the Rams winning the Super Bowl would be a game changer. Number two is a video of Jimmy Johnson explains how his Cowboys beat the Bills in the Super Bowl just by watching them warm up. Shannon Sharp thinks AD broke the rules. Okay. So they're just they're just basically giving plugs for their own shows. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Let's see who's next here. If any of you guys use Fox Sports for anything anymore, just don't. just stop. Just stop. It's all videos and hot takes and 
self-love. There's yeah. nothing wrong with self-love, but too much gets you in trouble. Um, CBS, boring. A wise man said that once. CBS is boring. At no, least CBS is my favorite. Well, I just mean in their headlines. They're like real headlines. I wasn't interested in that. Oh, yeah, that's why they're my favorite, because they actually do sports. Yeah, I was looking for stupid stuff. Mm. You should go to like si.com and usatoday.com slash sports. That's where you can find some. All right, usatoday.com slash sports. Riveting radio right now. Let's as see. You, as you type in websites. Well, no, I'm interested. Let's see. Uh, top story, NHL analyst has awkward words with women's star. What? Don't even know what that is. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Michael Vick details how Chip Kelly made him cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but that's funny. Um, let's see. Yeah, this all sucks. Yeah. Uh, Yasiel Puig was in Cincinnati. Focused on playoffs, not homers. There we go. There's a little baseball. Can I, I can I ask a question? Baseball related? Shoot. What else are we doing? Are the Reds really trying to go for this right now? Uh are the Reds really gonna go for it? Yeah, are the Reds really trying to go for this right now? Uh why? Are they close to being ready yet? I felt like the Reds were one of the worst teams in baseball. Why are they all of a sudden in on every free agent and, and trade partner? Are the Reds close to being ready? Well, they're three-fifths of the way there. Ready? The Reds? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think I think they're wow. interesting. I think they're an interesting spot because... That was way too convoluted <laughs> to be a dad joke. I don't they, even know what to call that. They've got some young talent. They are very high on their farm system. Although they have zero superstars outside of Joey Votto. Yep. It's like, now you're ready to do it. And, and Votto had a really bad year last year. And too. Votto's 33, 34. Uh, you know who know. the answer is? Sonny Gray. <laughs> Sonny Gray is probably going to win 18 games next year. I know he is. With a 380 RA. No, he's going to have like a 260 RA. You know he will. He's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what happens sometimes. Probably. Yeah, that's probably. what happens. I get it. It's what happens. Some people just aren't built for that New York state of mind, you know? <laughs> Someone's on the text line, quote, can I ask a question about baseball? <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> no, Mike. I'm busy over here making fun of sports websites. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gone over to Bleacher Report. That can't be good. Nope, it's never good. It's never good. Although good updates. Uh, all right, all right, enough of that. This is terrible. <laughs> I wish this would have never happened. I you are in control of this, I sir. know, that's why I wish it wouldn't have happened. All right, all right. When we come back, we'll get back on track. We have fair, for, fair or foul next, but first, there's Joe Sports. Please. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the... The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. 
This is Fair or Foul. Without further ado, your host, Joe Fisher the Third. All right. Well, I teased it in the first hour. You guys uh, got on some Myers Leonard talk there. Oh, yeah, baby. It's uh, easy to get on some Myers Leonard talk. Well, hey, he was a hot topic tonight. He started for Yusuf Nurkic. He uh, got eight first quarter points. You guys got into a little conversation about his three point shooting and if it is good or not. And we like to have our benchmarks for whether someone's good at hitting or, I guess, now three point shooting. So I now quiz you fair or foul. Myers Leonard is shooting 38% career from the three point line. Career? Yes, fair. career. Fair. Fair? Fair. I can't believe that. 37? 38. 38 is what I said. It's fair. For sake of fun argument, I will say foul. It is fair. That is disgusting. He's a really good three-point shooter. Well, calm down on the really good. He is not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Choice of words, Michael. He is. He can shoot the three, and he can make a few. When he he goes up into his weird motion to shoot the three, I think it's going in every time. Wow. Uh, And it does (laughs) less than, yeah. That's slightly over one out of every three times. I'm not. That is. I'm not gonna say it's a hot take. Sixty percent of the time, had, it goes in every time. I've just never heard someone. <laughs> I'm really the, confident in his three point shooting. He sucks at everything else, but he's a great three point shooter. Uh, that's fine. I mean, great. Do you? Do you? Steph Curry is a great three point shooter. Steph Curry is an exceptional three point shooter. Is this like my? You're batting two seventy eight <laughs> is mess. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. You can have it, man. All right. This is kind of a uh, a two for here. So, fair or foul. He is shooting 45% from three-point uh, from three point land this season. I'm, I'm sticking with foul just because I'm going to be hard-nosed about this. I believe that is also foul. I think he is shooting 36% right now this year. 44.8% if you round up. That is 45%. All right. Wow. And that would be a career high. And he's taken over 80, I believe. Uh, I didn't know this was fair or round up. <laughs> if you've ever listened to Statter Story with Dirt and Sprague. No, I've never heard of them. Well, I've uh, done that uh, show a couple times. You should tune in. It's not bad. I tend to round up. So. Foru, fair or round up. Point two. It's two uh, tenths of a number. My God. Get over it. Anyways, um, going to Super Bowl talk because it is Super Bowl weekend here. Um, and I'm going to quiz you about last year's game because it was uh, had a lot, a lot of records set, believe it or not. But was it fair or foul? The highest scoring Super Bowl ever with 74 total points between the two teams. Oh. 41-33 was the final. Um, How many points is that total? Sorry, I missed their, the actual score. 74. 41-33. I'm like trying rapidly to go through my head. I'm going to say foul by like two points. And if so, can you give me another Super Bowl that you might think it is? You don't have to give me the the score exactly, but if you can think of a high scoring Super Bowl that you think might have might be it. I'm curious. And well, you could be just wrong in general. I'm, I'm with mean, you on this, Mike. I believe this is foul. I could be wrong. I... I do have two guesses. They're the One of the greatest show on turf Rams teams comes to mind as a potential really high scoring one. Also, 
I seem to remember a couple of those Bills Super Bowls being high scoring, although they were blowouts at the same time. Is there an Oilers one too? When were the Oilers in the Super Bowl? Did they make the Super Bowl? That's the question I'm asking you. I don't know. I'm just uh, now I'm just going through my head and saying I remember this was a game where a team blew a big lead. I've got two. Uh, I've got two thoughts. Um, my biggest one is I think Joe Montana might still be blowing out either the Bengals or the Broncos. Um, I like that possibility. I also kind of like the possibility of Seahawks Broncos. Oh, yeah. Oh, wasn't that like 48 to 10 or something? Yeah, but I could be wrong. So, But I'm going to say foul. But those are my two guesses. It I like Joe Montana. It was the highest scoring game in the 21st century. Oh, okay. But not in Super Bowl history. It was actually the 49ers Chargers Super Bowl. Oh, 48. 49, 49 to 26, uh, which would give them 75 Wrong points. Niners quarterback. Yeah, so just one more point than last year's. Super Bowl. Well, if this were starting pitchers and wins in the 70s, I'd have had that nailed. Yeah. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the coaches in this game. And a little story came out today that said uh, Bill Belichick and Sean McVay were texting throughout the season. They were secretly buddies. Sexting. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God. As long as uh, Bill's asking, he's like, hey, you got any uh, pictures of uh, your girlfriend, Sean? Yeah, right. I'd ask Bill for pictures of his girlfriend. Have you seen? She's smoking hot, too. Have you seen Sean McVay's girlfriend? No, but I'll look it up and be a creep and mess with my Google algorithm. Uh, so, yeah, they were going back and forth, saying some pretty interesting things. Uh, but was it so interesting where Sean McVay was prophetic and said, fair or foul, we, play, uh, we keep playing this well. We'll see you in February. Uh, fair. I think I read this article, so I think it's cheating, but I'm going to say fair. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say foul because I don't think this girl's that hot. <laughs> I mean, she's she's beautiful, did you, sure. Did you listen to the fair foul question? No, <laughs> I didn't. You're still stuck. <laughs> yeah, you want to say it again? Bill Belichick and Sean McVay were texting throughout right. the season. I heard that part. You know, sharing info and, hey, congratulations, you guys are looking good, blah, 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 blah. And we all know Sean McVay is somewhat prophetic, has a sharp mind, but was he so sharp that he said to Bill, we keep playing this way, we might see you in February? Uh, sure, why not stroke the ego of the guy that you think <clears throat> that you want everyone to think you're the next one of? Sure, why not? So that's fair. a fair from Mike, a foul from Patrick. Well, I don't have access. I think he said fair. Oh, so you're both saying fair. Yeah. Well, I don't have te uh, access to every single text message. Have you not so seen this picture, Patrick? From what we know, it is foul. None of, Neither of them said that. Sean did not say that to him, so he wasn't that prophetic about their Super Bowl matchup coming up this Sunday. But, yeah, Bill Belichick and him sharing uh, just info, congratulations throughout the season. He said that uh, Bill Belichick texted him nearly after every game. I did. I, I did read that article. That's why maybe I tricked myself into thinking that was true. But. Yeah, it almost sounds like it would be true, but it is, yes, foul. And then we move on to a last one, opinion-based here. The Patriots, they're in their ninth Super Bowl in the last 18 years. So Correcto basically mundo. every other year we see a Patriots Super Bowl over the last 18 years. This will be, if they win it, this will be their sixth in 18 years. So then that means they're winning one every three seasons. 
And then this would be their third in five years, which would basically be their second dynasty, I guess you could say. Uh, So, fair or foul, the 21st century Patriots, this run, 01 to 2018, is the best sports team of all time. I know it's hard because it is such a long run, but it is somewhat, you know, same team because of Belichick and Brady. You know, Robert Kraft still running things. Right, right. So, obviously, there's been a lot of moving parts. I mean, they're probably the only two still on that team from 01. But still, this 21st century Patriots, the best team of all time. Tough to say. I'm going through all the sports in my head right now. I got some UCLA basketball in the brain. Right. Uh, And I think the the key here is the longevity of it. Because I think you could say... Like, the 70s Yankees were... Tearing it up for a while, right? They no, won they like only, they only won two titles. Yeah, I think you're thinking a little earlier. Yeah, you're thinking like twenties. I don't know. I mean, yeah, early. man. I, I mean, I guess <laughs> Yankees twenties and thirties. That's that's a lot of World Series back then. Yeah. Um, hockey. Well, I'm thinking more of those uh, late fifty, the fifties, sixties. Yankees. Yeah, I, I just looked World it, Series rings too. I just looked it up. They won in 51, 52, 53, 56, 58, 61, 62. But, they were, but they're also no playoffs then. I in hockey, I know it's, it's a super short, but those Oilers teams with Messier and uh Gretzky on them were the great fun. Fantastic. Uh I mean NBA, the Bulls from the, the late eighties to the mid nineties. Could be seeing the Warriors. Could be seeing the Warriors. MLB, we just mentioned the Yankees would probably be the closest. Uh, I will say fair. I will go first. I will say fair because this uh, football is way more so a war of attrition, and guys don't last 18 years to be able to do this stuff. I will also say fair because... can't believe we're doing this. I'm fair, gonna, yeah. I'm probably. Gonna, I'm going to steal this from Suk, so credit goes to him. The NFL is not built to allow dynasties. And yet, here we are, every year, AFC title game, New England versus blank. I mean, we've only seen, what, four dynasties? We've seen the Steelers in the 70s. We've seen the Niners in the 80s to early 90s. Cowboys in the early 90s, and now the Patriots now. Yep. And that's, we're at Super Bowl 53. It's pretty good. I'm going to say fair, Joe. I think that is... That is a fact. We are living in the best dynasty of our time, of all time. I just wonder if it would be the same if it were done with another team in another way. I think it would be, like, as far as the annoyance and the, like, all right, we get it. You guys are that good. You know, say if this happened with the Tennessee Titans over an 18-year stretch or something like that. Ah! Hey, man, the Patriots weren't anything until they won a Super Bowl. I know. Let's not forget that. It's true. And that's why I say it's like if this would have happened with a team like that, you know, maybe in 2001 with two Super Bowl appearances and they just went on this ridiculous run that we would get sick of them too. But I, I don't know. It's always what if with sports, right? Yeah, I suppose that's fair true. Foul. That's fair or foul. Thank you, Joe. When we come back, we will wrap this bad boy up and get on out of here. This is Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
Listen in on the Better You Today text line 55305. What about Alabama? Forgot about that one. Yeah, I did. That was pretty good. Forgot about that one, too. That's maybe not the longevity, but it'll definitely come up there. I mean, it's. It'll get close. We, we don't know when it ends. Yeah, it's nowhere in sight. See, that one's that one's almost. I mean, it's kind of like the UCLA conversation as well in basketball. That one, it's kind of almost easier to maintain that success because you continuously have new, fresh bodies coming in. So then it's more about like culture and structure and things like that. But I can also listen to the argument that that actually makes it harder because, you know, you don't get A.J. McCarron for 18 years. You've had to find new players to yeah. all buy in. and Yeah, that Jalen Hurts goes down and you, you get lucky that Tua shows up and Greg McElroy and, yeah, and lose coordinators. No, but I like the Alabama argument. So I before like we go, one. I just want to throw this out there. And I saw this on the Twitter sphere this week. And that McVay's girlfriend's just kind of meh. No, she's amazing. Okay. And it, I kind of forgot that this was a thing, but it kind of frustrated me when I found this out because I used to love getting Super Bowl programs, and they would always have the giant logo of that year's Super Bowl on the front, and I kind of collected some of them for a little bit. Ever since Super Bowl, what is it, 45, it has been – the exact same logo basically over and over and over and over again. One of my favorite things about the Super Bowl every year was seeing the creative, cool logo that that city or whoever it was did around that city. And I think the first one I remember was Super Bowl 30, just because it was so, so 1990s with the big X's. X, X, X. Yep, yep. And I remember the New Orleans one where they kind of had the Mardi Gras jester hat. I remember there was, I mean, they were all awesome. They were all really, really cool. I think I'm looking here, 1986 was in the Rose Bowl, I'm assuming, because there's a rose on it. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. And why did we stop making awesome Super Bowl logos? Why are they now all platinum trophy things? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Come I actually, on, Roger. I actually rem- remember, they probably don't have the money for it. Um, I actually remember. It is expensive. Um when I was a kid, I collected some football cards as well. My father was big into that, too. And there was always one card that was like a, a cityscape almost. And then the Lombardi Trophy somewhere. And then that logo somewhere as well. And they were really, really cool. But, like, I'm looking at this Fox Sports put out their, uh, their ranked from 53 to 1. Number 28 is in New Orleans. That's Super Bowl 47. Uh-huh. And that's number 28. And then you scroll down to Super Bowl, what is this? Come on, 45. So two years before. And they look exactly the same. Well, I have all of them up right in front of me. They're all in this little image here. Oh, I wish I could find that. Go to Twitter and search Super Bowl logos. I don't know how to work Twitter. Uh, 45, 46, 47, 48, and 49 are all identical. They just changed the stadium in the background. Yeah, I was noticing that. That's so ghetto. It's just the stadium. 50 is cool because they put a big gold 50 behind the Lombardi Trophy, but it's also just the city that that Super Bowl was in. And now 51, 52, and 53 are all the same, except the color is different. There's not even a stadium anymore. It's just red, blue, or blue. Mailing it in. Got to save them dollars. 
Like, what happened to the cool logos, guys? Yep. It was fun. It was it was silly, but it was cool. Come on, man. It just goes to show, man, that the NFL just doesn't care. What was the number one logo? Oh, uh, crap. You deleted oh, it? Oh, it was... Uh, it was, I don't know which year it was, but it was at uh, the Peach Bowl in Florida. Okay. And it had it, like, wrapped around a peach. Looking. We're going to go with late 80s. Looking. Looking. There it is. 1993. 1993 is Cowboys over Bills in a blowout. One of the four Bills losses in a row. I believe the fourth. The fourth and final? I believe that is the fourth and final nail in the coffin. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just it's just something that's kind of cool for the fans, and they've gotten rid of it. Well, because they don't care about the fans, man. That's true. All they care about is the money. Yeah. Think about all of those $1 bills they're saving by not designing a cool logo. I know, right? I know it costs more than that, but still. It, no, it's yeah. It's probably because some guy was like, "Hey, I've been designing these for thirty years. Haven't gotten uh, paid. I'd like to make five million every time I do this." And the NFL was like, ha, "Cool, you're fired. Right? <laughs> uh, back pay? Sorry, you don't work here anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Logos? Who are you? Super Bowl had logos before '45. What are you talking about? This is the first Super Bowl ever. If you come back, we're going to delete all of your work. Yeah. Click. Click. Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that. The World Series kind of has that, too. But they've always kept theirs kind of similar. That is, I'm trying to remember what World Series logos are like. They just have the trophy, right? Yeah, they have the trophy, and then there's kind of like some sort of combination around. Yeah, it's nothing like the Super Bowl. No. Nothing like the Super Bowl. Wait. Bring it back. What? It is way more than bigger than the Super Bowl. I know the logos. The oh, logos. Okay. Don't get mad. Okay, I won't get mad. The logos. Uh, I do have that cool one. I have my Indians hat that has it, so I'm good to go. That's the only one I'll remember forever. <laughs> no show next week, by the way. Uh, no show next week, so we'll be back, and hopefully by then we'll have some news on Machado and Harper. But who knows? Pitchers and catchers coming soon for Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I do, like download beers on us. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.